Yo. Hello. How are you doing? Yeah, not bad. You had a good week? Yeah. Week Two weeks. Week. The week, week off. Week. Alternative. Had a weekend, uh, holiday last week. Kind of missed it, to be fair. Yeah. But we're back. We're back, baby. Any updates for the last two weeks? Hmm. Funnily enough, nothing major really. I don't think I've watched a movie since we last spoke. Well, you watched Blow. That was on the last episode. I've not watched a movie. And I've got some uh, catching up on Better Call Saul to do. I'm waiting for that whole thing to come out. I think I've said that before. I'm waiting. We're waiting a while because they're on the uh, mid-season break now. Oh, they do that? Yeah. How many episodes are out of it so far? Six, I think. I could probably do six. When when is it back out? Um, end of June. I'm. Uh, that's just off the top of my head. All oh, right. Did you watch that recap video? Yeah, that helps oh. loads because I watched the first episode without watching any recap, and I was trying to piece it all together myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I uh, watched the recap, and then watched the first episode again. And I've just been watching like episodes whenever I get a chance. Mm. People on episode four. There's six out. Yeah, and there's six out. Is it good this yeah, season? It yeah, it's really good. I, w- I watched a bit of the first one and then I needed to go away and watch the recap because I was just like so confused. Cause it's been, what, what, three years since? Two. I watched it in the full season during lockdown 2020. Well, the full, all of them. And I think you watched the same time as me, or maybe just after me. Yeah, I watched it when season five came out. I watched the whole thing. Yeah, I watched it as season five was dropping episodes. I was watching the whole all the seasons before. Like, yeah, before. it was Feb twenty twenty. Yeah, um, and I watched Breaking Bad after it again for the third time. Yeah, I've watched it three times as well. Yeah, I, don't, I reckon we'll end up watching it again after uh, after like, this. Better Call Saul finale. Because it shows, um, do you know, do you remember the black and white? Yeah, in the future. Yeah, it's showing the future of uh, Saul Goodman. Yeah. But on these ones, it's showing, actually, I don't want to spoil it. (laughs) (laughs) I'll just tell you, it's showing like in between, so it's showing, I think, what happens Right after Better Call Saul, just in little clips at the beginning of the episode. Right. That's what it was doing anyway, wasn't it? Yeah, but it was showing it a little bit f- further in advance. Wait, no, it was showing after Breaking Bad. The black yeah, and white sorry, was after yeah. Breaking Bad, wasn't it? So this is showing even like... So uh, Yeah, but it shows about. Breaking Bad, um, the future, but every time it goes black and white, it's a little bit closer to present mm. time. So it's got even more closer now. Yeah, so it's even closer now, yeah. But it's not in black and white anymore. Oh, is it not? No, I don't know why. I like that little touch. Yeah. But they, they, like, it's been put together so well, even Breaking Bad, that it's so easy to uh, follow. So it's, it's masterpiece, isn't it? Yeah, I think I'm, I think I'm going to miss the, uh, like the Breaking Bad universe. Is this it? Better Call Saul? I think so. I can't really see where else they can take it. What is his name? Vince Gilligan. 
He'll do something else though, right? Yeah. I reckon. Yeah, I hope so. Maybe not something in the Breaking Bad universe. Like you don't want to kill it too much. I feel like it's mm. best to go out when you're on top. Well, to be fair, if you look at Better Call Saul, he is kind of uh, ticking a lot of boxes. It's not just about Saul Goodman. He's ticking a lot of boxes off. Yeah, with all the Mexican gangs and Mike. Yeah. So there's not really much else you can, many other ways you can go about it. Have you watched a series, the series Sons of Anarchy? No. All right, because there's a spin-off. So you, you know what Sons of Anarchy is, right? Mo- motorbike gang. Yeah, motorbike gang, yeah. Um, so obviously there's multiple different mo- uh, motorbike gangs, and one of them's called the Mayans. Um, they've got their own spin-off show, and it's meant to be um, it's meant to be mental. I think they're a Mexican motorbike gang. All right, Mayans or Mayans. Mayans, yeah. I think the Mayans they're like an old civilization, aren't they? Mm. I think they're based in Mexico, so probably oh, is it? Mexican, yeah. That probably comes from there. I'll recommend the uh, Sons of Anarchy if you ever want to watch a series. Yeah. I know. Is it good? Is it like I'm surprised you haven't quality? seen it. Is it what? Breaking Bad quality. Uh, I wouldn't really compare any. I can't compare a single series to. I would say it's Prison Break quality. Season one Prison Break quality. (laughs) I can't compare it with Season one Prison Break. Maybe Prison Break Season two quality. (laughs) Season two was alright. It was like. But it wasn't as good as season one. I feel like as you watch season one, it's like. Yeah, expectations are so high for season two, and then season two is a bit of a... Yeah. And then season three is awful, and season four's... Well, then season five now, they come out with a new one, didn't they? Yeah, I didn't even bother with that. I think I watched the first episode and then just gave up completely. Yeah, because they're getting gradually worse anyway, so them releasing one, I don't know how many years after the last one was released, I can... Yeah, I think when you hear... When so many years later it comes out and then always oh, faked his death. Yeah. That's just starting off for some shite. I didn't even, when I got to the end of the last episode, I was told to pause it at a certain point and don't watch the rest of the episode. And then Oh yeah, I remember you telling me about this. Yeah, so when I got to the end of the last episode, like, I paused it, I think five minutes before the end. And watched the movie. So watch the movie, but I never got around to watching the movie. <laughs> So I never watched like the last five minutes of the episode, so I didn't even know he died. Oh right. <laughs> I only knew he died when people said he's faked, he faked his death in the new season. I was yeah. like, wait a minute. <laughs> Gonna miss something, yeah. So you watched all of that to just miss the ending? Yeah. And then find out somebody else that he died. Have you watched Game of Thrones? Mm, I watched like season one, but it didn't mm. it's not my uh, cup of tea. I watched quite a bit of it, but I just, I got to a point where it was like a chore to watch it. Yeah, that's why I felt like in halfway through season one, so I just stopped. Okay, you ready for the first article? Yeah, go on. I'm going to start us off with something light, something nice and light. And So, OpenAI. Is you know OpenAI right from Elon yeah. Musk? So they've got this auto image generator which generates images based on text. 
um, puts a lot of uh, graphic designers out of jobs, I think. But, yeah. <laughs> just, but then Google have, have um, released their own as well. So this is an example, right? Um, wait, let's go to these ones here. So you type in the, into the generator, you type in teddy bear swimming at the Olympics 400 butterfly event. And that's what it generates. You make up. Yeah, and then you get a cute corgi lives in a house made of sushi. What? And the uh, the AI generates these. Even look at this one. A brain rock riding a rock kitchen. I mean, it says heading towards the moon, but it's uh, looks like it's, it's in the one direction. Yeah. And it's a circle round though. But still, this is like... But look how precise that strawberry mug filled with white sesame seeds in... Um, the mug is floating in the dark chocolate sea. <laughs> I mean... They don't like sesame seeds, does they? No, but just... But still, the mug is a strawberry. Uh, yeah, to get a strawberry mug is weird. But what... Um, I won't read through the article, but it says somewhere that you've got to bear in mind that they've probably done thousands and thousands of these and they've just handpicked the best ones to... Preview. Yeah. Is it? Can you not do an example of this? Uh, I don't think I have access to it. Let's have a look on there. No, I think it's just Google's. Uh, it's not for the uh, public yet. No, I think it's a work in progress. But it looks like a very good work in progress. So if you go on this one, it will show. Was it down here? Yeah. Here's the difference between the two. So these are Google's and yeah. these are um, OpenAI's and they've, they've just typed in a simple a panda making latte art. Uh, so the, the OpenAI one's making a panda art on a, on a latte, yeah. but this one's sort of taken the root of a panda making latte and um, making a latte. So it's taken on them, them words. Yeah, but then it's still got the image of a panda on a latte. Yeah, as well. And then, uh, oh no, there isn't another one. That's crazy. For this one. But that's, this is just a, the beginning. Yeah, like, <laughs> for it to build like a sushi house and then put a corgi in it. It's a strawberry mug. It's so precise. I don't know. They obviously, they've just handpicked the, the best ones, but a photo of a whatever dog with a backpack riding a bike. It's wearing sunglasses and a beach hat. Yeah. <laughs> this is good. This is where AI is going. Yeah, I mean, if this is just a start, so you create your own image just from text. Yeah. Imagine, so technically, in a way, this is a low-code, no-code tool but to physically create something out of nothing. Yeah, well, you, it takes away the need for the user to have any skill. Yeah. So you obviously do like a lot of graphic design stuff. If... I needed an image mocking up. I won't have to pay you however much it cost for me for you to make this image for me. I can just type it in. Yeah. A couple of words. 
and then it gives me a selection of I don't know six images. I just select which one I think looks the best. Obviously, as it gets more advanced, it's going to be better quality images that come up. Yeah, yeah, and then even you'll be able to eventually. If this is just the beginning, static images, you'll be able to do videos, make platforms, make websites, make anything just from typing. Yeah, and something in. But so that brings me to a question where obviously you've got the um, the talk track that. AI is replacing jobs, but is it re replacing jobs or is it just enhancing jobs? Obviously, the example is I'm a graphic designer. This takes away my role being needed. But then well, as a graphic designer, I would think, right, I need to go up a few notches into a marketing strategy and be able, and I'll use this tool, but pay more, get um, but charge more to a client, and then I'll have a bill, um, access to these tools. So when you, I'm not just talking about with graphic design, but when you look at any jobs, does technology actually replace jobs or does it force people to advance and evolve? Because you're not all the way back from the olden days, you're not making a shoe manually and selling it now. It's factory made. Yeah, I think it, I don't think it replaces jobs. I think it creates new jobs, like you're saying, more advanced jobs. So. Like at the moment, somebody who makes a shoe is a class as like a low skilled worker or not like an advanced worker. They're just in a shop, like sewing a shoe together. I can't make a shoe, so I'm, I'm not going to say low skilled, but <laughs> I feel like it's like manually intensive, like job that doesn't require much brain power. Once you've made a hundred shoes, I'll probably get the hang of making a shoe. So now a machine does it. These people who are making shoes before I might move up into another position, like a managerial position or an analyst position or something. Yeah. So it's freeing people's time from doing lower level jobs, like manually int labor intensive jobs to doing more like thinking jobs. Mm. Um, yeah. Because that's where we're going. We're being forced to use our brains more because technology as it has done over time, time again, has taken over the labor aspect of things. And just thinking about what I was saying as well, though, like a question that sprung to my mind is, do you think if technology moves too fast, we can't innovate, like think of new roles quick enough to keep up with how fast technology is moving? Because once technology starts replacing the roles where it's a lot of brain powers required and what only humans can do now to so say, a lawyer, for example, if AI becomes clever enough to be able to take over the job of a lawyer, then where do lawyers go from there? Mm. Yeah, because that whole, well, yeah, you're looking at it in a way where um, that industry then becomes obsolete because tech has taken that in, in that industry then sort of get sucked into tech, the tech industry. Yeah. And that's what's going to happen to more and more industries as it's like, tech gets evolved. With finance now, they've got like these apps like Moneybox and Nutmeg that are providing people with, not it's not bespoke financial advice, but it's like, it's cheap, low cost financial advice, which people never had access to before. But if though that starts to advance, 
then will there be any need for a financial advisor? Mm. Because you just put in your priorities, your financial goals, and then the app will just tell you what to do and how to do it. Yeah, because there'll be enough data out there for it to... But then that's a lot. So we're talking about how tech's going to take over labour roles. For example, me as a graphic designer, that's in a way still using tech, but in a lab, like still using labour. A mix, a blend of the two. Whereas tech to replace a financial advisor is literally just replacing a financial advisor um, altogether. Because then it's replacing the lower level jobs in financial advice, plus it's replacing the financial advisor because the app is just controlling it all. But that sort of brings me away to my question though. My question is, do you think with how fast technology is going, do you think it could just spike that fast that we can't keep up with it? It jolts the whole system. Yeah. Yeah. I've never thought about it in that way. That's actually a, <laughs> like a, a realistic point of view as well. Because in the, with the way you're seeing like automation going at the moment, in 10 years' time, how much more advanced is it going to be? It's going to be, like, I think 10 years ago today, we were just probably seeing self-service checkouts in uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. in supermarkets. Um, you go to the airport and you you just scan your passport and walk straight through the barriers. We've just seen all that technology coming in. Yeah. Now it's like a common site and they've got, they started opening up Amazon Fresh around... Is Amazon Fresh or Amazon Go? Amazon Go, isn't it? Amazon Go. What What for? Uh, just shop where you just walk in. Um, I think you scan a QR code on your Amazon app. And then anything yeah. you pick up in the shop will just... The convenience You just store. pay for it there and then and walk out the shop. So... That will become the new thing. That will replace self-service checkouts. Yeah, so in 10 years... Like we're seeing that starting to come into play now in 10 years time it'd just be a norm you walk into Morrison's or Asda and they've got this technology already in there yeah 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 and then you don't need any checkout people or anything yeah and then because Amazon's the one adopting that well bringing that forward they can just easily sell that same system that same software to Asda to all Mm. the big retail stores so they'll own well, they already kind of do own retail, but they'll just have that extra. Because imagine they do, they sell this system, this software to Asda, uh, Walmart, you know, all of the big Sainsbury's. I don't know what the, if there's an American Sainsbury's, but they'll then be able to collect all that data because it goes links all back to their AWS cloud. Yeah. So they'll have full maybe, retail data on everyone then. Maybe the shift in labor will everybody will move into tech-based roles and have to be tech li- like literate with technology and understand the back like behind the scenes to maintain it and help everything operate properly yeah because i guess when you say if it moves spikes too fast and jolts the system in terms of jobs anyway then that just means mass unemployment right which is sort of happening right now anyway but for it to jolt and properly cause mass unemployment it just means 
there might be a small period of time where tech slows down whilst all of these people funnel into tech jobs and then the the pace starts picking up again tech starts evolving more and then more jobs will so yeah. basically I, I, it's like we're just going through a transition period of moving into a tech world and that's what's happening with jobs at the moment yeah transition to the next sort of level yeah so there's got to be some downtime in a transition yeah but the thought of having a tech technology led law department or even like a justice system actually makes sense because if you there's two i know there's a lot of external factors but if you do the crime you do the time sort of thing so that sort of will alleviate a jury having to convince a jury because it's all a bit weird anyway it's all old-fashioned trying to convince a jury i'm seeing that with the johnny depp case at the moment it's all she's obviously playing up to the jury a lot but if you had it in technology where you just state the facts into the machine and it spits out an, an outcome then of a, like the, the time you need to go da down in jail um in prison for you just get your sentence sent out to you that makes a lot of sense but as i'm talking about it they're in a disagreement to prove who's right and who's wrong so that yeah. would be very hard to uh that's where the jury is well uh, like mentioned later before i meant sort of doing the uh, groundwork like the nitty-gritty search of all papers and yeah the admin stuff. with arguments like if the computer could just do that and then there was someone in court basically using what this computer generated and arguing that point there so i can't see ai replacing a debate but it could really not a i know what you mean by debate but i mean the the criminal system could literally just be state all the facts into the machine and let the machine just give you yeah but i think that the problem is there is like there's the a big war is, there's a lot of gray area around like it's not just like there's a lot of other factors i don't know if AI becomes clever, like smart enough to be able to comprehend all that, then. But this could be, I don't know. I don't, I don't know where that, where it could go. It's weird because you can see it going in that direction. But I mean, we're talking now in 2022, like we don't know how that would work. Ask us again in like two years time. And then we'll probably see more of the puzzle pieces of the puzzle being put together. I think maybe a bit longer than two years we'll see 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 that kind of stuff coming in. I don't know. Bring this question back up in our episode yeah. seven hundred. Alright, do you wanna go for the next one? Mm, I'm just still thinking about AI. I can't lie, you it's hard to comprehend it now because we're not living it. Yeah, but is it we're at a weird point though where we're quite familiar with it because it is in our lives. But we're not fully we're not fully understanding how what it's actually capable of like in mm. what the extreme side of it is capable of and that, i mean everyone's always talking about it can either be very good for us but then at the same time it's going to be very very 
by the dark side of tech and the dark side of AI. Yeah. Um, and then equally, it's how, for example, <laughs> as you've seen in China at the moment with their um, social credit system, that use of AI is being, it's a positive bit of technology that they've got and the government that who are in charge of the country they're using it in a negative way in terms of a ethically neg negative way so yeah. where a piece of technology is necessary it can necessarily be positive is depends who's in control of it i feel the more reliant we become on technology the less power as a collective less power as people power we have yeah especially once ai take like starts becoming integrated in our lives like it already is but once it moves up to that next level the people are going to have less power because we're basically being controlled by the ai who are being controlled by the people that own the ai yeah so this can be just pushed into their favor it's going to be biased for them yeah yeah, that's exactly like what's going on in China with that social credit system. It's they're using AI to have better control of their population. Now. Yeah, is that what we were saying? I think I don't know if it was the last one or the one before when they were all fleeing from the uh, factory, and we were saying in England or US in a Western a Western country, people would wouldn't allow people who were outside of that position wouldn't allow that to happen yeah right now but in 10 years time it could be different yeah stay tuned <laughs> we've got a uh, special coming out soon it's gonna be some uh, juicy articles i think over these next 10 years mm. good time to uh start the podcast i think yeah big changes are happening um okay let's go for the next one we've talked about yeah yeah now we've got the dirty bandit himself <laughs> all right i don't know do you know much about this have you read more? uh i've heard i've heard about i've heard about it on podcasts i've not actively looked into it um but it seems like a well we, i'll let you explain because we don't know what it could be all right yeah, so I've done some notes this time. I never usually do notes for the podcast, but I thought I'd try it this time. I had a bit of a time before. <laughs> so <laughs> basically what happened in uh, 2016, um, apparently Elon... Um, oh, I didn't know it went back to 2016. I thought yeah. it was something recent. He was on a SpaceX corporate jet. And one of the airline workers or air hostesses was a trained masseuse. So <laughs> <laughs> he went for a massage and she said he, when she walked in the room, he was, uh, butt naked, but I don't know why, you know, you're not, I don't go, I don't go for massages. I don't think uh, you're not supposed to be naked when you have a massage. Is not, is that not just a normal thing? I don't have a clue. I would have, I would have thought you would have. But she said he had a towel around him. 
So which I thought. Oh, right. was oh yeah, towel. I was going to yeah. say you would have Can your you see, genitals covered. In that quote, it says um, he asked her for a full body massage. Um, he was completely naked except for a sheet covering lower half of his body. Which I thought, yeah, that's normal. That's a massage, right? Wait, but um, she gives. That's her job to give out massages on the plane. Yeah, she was a trained masseuse for SpaceX flights. Um, but then during the massage, apparently he exposed his genitals and uh, touched her up and offered to buy her a horse if she would do more. Yeah, I heard that horse thing. Referring, <laughs> referring, uh, referring to the performance of sex acts. So this is all uh, sort of an allegation. Elon's denied it. Um, but what's a bit uh, questionable is SpaceX ended up paying her $250,000 as a severance package in 2018. So she must have brought this to light with SpaceX and they got rid of her and just paid her 250k. And there's, there's um, a proof of that payment. I'm not 100% sure if there's proof of it. Uh, but Reportedly, she also signed an NDA, um, and that's why her friend sort of leaked the story. Oh yeah, I heard that. It wasn't even the person involved who's yeah. making the allegations. It's her friend. But when did he tweet this? Yeah, he tweeted that in twenty twenty one. If we are so, he tweeted, "If we are wrong, we are wrong." In this case, we were. Wait, I don't, even, I don't think this tweet's got anything to do with uh, with this. Why is it here? That's weird. I don't know. Um, but before you scroll down, you're, you're, relieving, you're, you're releasing too much of the story. <laughs> um, but I was just going to mention that. Um, do you think, like, with celebrities, a lot of this stuff happens all the time. They have uh, these kind of allegations against them. And a lot of the time they just pay pay the women off. So we mustn't hear about half of the stuff that yeah. is that are just allegations because they've already been paid off. What if it's one of those things where who Loads of stuff comes out about Elon Musk. No, 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 not not to hide anything. Like, so say it didn't even happen, but you just think it'd just be easier because of bad publicity that you just pay him off and then that's them gone. Like, he just pays oh. her two hundred fifty k and then she's gone. Like, these allegations won't come out in the press or anything. Yeah, just to that's just backwards, though, isn't it? Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's, like, it's his word against hers. They must have a like, record of this transaction though, right? Yeah, I think the transaction went ahead. I think so. But that's just, it's just made me think like, because the allegations and like, you can't say if it happened or not, because we don't know. It's only them two that know what happened. Yeah. So, but I was just thinking if it wasn't true, like from our perspective, we look at it and think he's paid her off. So it must be true because he's the money to get out. But then from another perspective, do you think they pay them off? So these allegations just disappear and 
it's not it doesn't give him him a bad name even if he hasn't even done anything yeah like 250k to him is probably worth that yeah but that's just so backwards though yeah i think it's backwards to us who we're not in the we don't have a we're not public figures so we've not got sort of a like a public persona that needs to be like kept clean and yeah 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 nothing dirty against it um but for someone like elon who like 250k to him is like nothing but so to him it's probably worth him just paying these this allegation off and then that's it hmm i don't know i don't know if that could i get what you mean i get what you're saying 100 percent, but i just can't see that it's just too weird but it, i get it though it, it could it could be that could be what's going on but then as well um there's another sort of oh, go on what were you going to say i was going to just going to talk about how the story thickens but i was just going to say well you might come to it but what happens now from this is an allegation so what does that actually mean does this go this obviously doesn't go to court does it it's just in the press yeah well she hasn't made the allegation it's just a, one of her friends has said something yeah um it's just a story that, at the moment anyway isn't it? yeah um so i don't think it's going to go any further than just him getting some bad publicity um but another thing it, elon's called this a political attack by the democrats a politically motivated hit piece <laughs> yeah so yeah. like i thought yeah it's a bit weird that it's something that's happened or supposedly happened in 2016. um she signed an nda and got paid out in 2018 so she stayed quiet for two years about it got paid out and then it's been another four years and her friend leaked something to the press mm. um a couple of days after elon tweeted that he's not going to vote democrats anymore he's going to vote republican in the past i voted democrat because they were mostly the kindness party they have become a party of division and hate so i can no longer support them and will vote republican now watch so their he, dirty tricks on base <laughs> <laughs> so he tweeted this and then all these allegations come out i think they came out on friday well you tweeted this Friday. first and then these allegations came out after yeah all right unless he knew it was coming out yeah that's another thing i was thinking when i was uh reading about this if he knew this was going to be leaked then he might have just tweeted this and sort of smoke and mirrors isn't it yeah Oh, you tweeted these after the allegations came out, these ones. And for the record, those wild accusations are utterly untrue. But I, I have challenged this liar who claims their friend saw me exposed, describing just one thing at all. Scars, tattoos, that isn't known by the public. She won't be able to do so because it never happened. Wonder why he's got a tattoo off. Oh, yeah. Does he have tattoos, Elon Musk, do you reckon? They say he's there. Anything at all, scars, tattoos. Unless he's just saying that. Does he have yeah. 
if he's got any uh okay <laughs> <laughs> no, i didn't think that was gonna yeah people getting pictures of elon a bit weird i think What's this? Elon Musk's topless lover Grimes. All right, I'll get cancelled for that. You have to put some uh, censored images on. <laughs> Shit, man, this guy just does not stay out of the news. No, every week there's a new story. It's actually, it's actually weird how famous this guy is right now. He's, I think I've said before, you you can not go without looking at the news without seeing elon musk tesla spacex yeah some or any something related to him and that's been since oh since on this picture here when he did that uh cyber truck test and the unsmashable windows shattered oh yeah so it's been, yeah, it's been in the news that since then since that cyber truck he's just been a central figure to, to mainly everyone. Yeah, I was I was reading some of the comments on. Uh, I don't know. I'm not sure if it's that article or another article, and people were saying that he should step down as Tesla CEO. Oh, because of these allegations? No, no, because he's not professional enough for the uh, role. Yeah been pretty good job of it so far yeah well it's people are saying that he's uh turned into a bit of like a cult leader all oh, right yeah i can see that actually <laughs> that's weird so what are they saying that he's got a messiah complex <laughs> but a lot of people don't like him do they so yeah and a lot of the stuff i like read and listen to like the like a lot of people are fans of elon so yeah sometimes it's really like it's good just to uh read some negative things about yeah, it because it sort of balances your thinking get an alternative so, view yeah you don't get too sucked into uh being an elon lover yeah i wouldn't say i'm a elon lover i'm a fan of him but i don't know it's just getting a bit weird how yeah, he's always central figure to everything at the moment. Yeah, it's getting a, a bit insane. A bit uncomfortable. And it must change the guy as well. Like the guy must be changing as a person with all of this. Yeah. With all this love that he's getting off from from people. And all this power he's getting, he just bought Twitter like, like that, yeah. basically. That's power. Thank you. He might be a bit of a Marmite figure to people. Yeah, love him or hate him. Yeah. I can't say I love him or, or I definitely don't hate him, but I can't say I love him. I think I lean more towards on the love him side than hate him. Yeah. Like, I think if it was like a spectrum, I'm probably like the middle there, I'm here. But, yeah. Uh, I was going to say. Oh, yeah. He's doing good I, things, though, isn't he? He's doing I was watching a bit of that uh, Johnny Depp and what's her name, Amber Heard trial yeah i was watching a bit of that on the joe rogan podcast 
and she had some text from Elon. Oh, really? Yeah. And she was like, you're saying that offering a 24 seven security and all this stuff. But I want she signed, got the restraining order against Johnny Depp and filed for divorce. Oh, after that? Yeah. And, she's, oh, got right. him, she's got him saved on her phone as Rocketman. Oh, really? Yeah. I was watching, um, did you watch the Joe Rogan podcast with Bert Kreiser on it? No, but he's done a, like, a little bit of a segment on it, hasn't he? With him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was listening to it today and um, they weren't talking about the, the text from Elon, but... No, yeah, they was talking Bert about... was saying thing. that, oh, he's a, a massive Johnny Depp fan. And he said he left him a voicemail once, and when he changed phones, he played the voicemail and re-recorded it on his other phone just so he could keep <laughs> the voicemail. <laughs> uh. <laughs> well, I think uh, Johnny Depp's winning it, right? I think her lawyers are pretty shit. Yeah, I've, I kind of stopped keeping up with it, but he's kind of everywhere. But it's so obvious that I didn't get winning. into it at first. I've only just gone into it recently. I don't know why YouTube has kept recommending me videos for it. So I just watched one. I was like, it's quite juicy. This actually. It's weird, isn't it? She's, yeah. she's a weirdo. Yeah. Did you, well, it was on the Joe Rogan. That I think that's kind of how I keep up with it by listening to what other people on what channels I listen to talk about it. And, um, they played the segment where Johnny's lawyer was, uh, Johnny Depp's lawyer was asking her, if she had made a donation with oh, yeah. money from the divorce, but she was saying yes, um, but actually she had only made a pledge to make a donation, which is like just saying, I'll make a donation. Yeah, I think yeah. I listened to that on uh, Ben Shapiro, did a piece on it as well, on the same thing. Yeah. I think that's why I started getting recommended it, because I watched Ben Shapiro. I watched a clip that he put up, and then ever since then, I've been getting loads of recommendations on YouTube with clips on. But uh, it'll go down history that case though. Case though, I think she's ruthless here. His lawyer. Yeah, she proper. She's proper. Well, I don't. You can't really lie to someone like that. No, he's just doing these stupid ass lies to someone who's so sharp and on the ball. Yeah, and she doesn't back down. Like if she's saying something that doesn't make sense, she'll just go at her and at her and at her. Yeah, yeah. Because I know in that donation part, someone, someone whoever in the court was saying move on to um, must be the judge was saying move on to the next question and then she just wasn't moving on she was yeah. like no she needs to admit that she hasn't made a donation and then she was like well amber heard was like well what the donation pledge to donation means is you will donate it and she's like yeah but you haven't and she goes well i pledged yeah. and then she's like you do know there's a difference between pledge and donation right well, yeah, because Amber Heard was like, yeah, I use pledge and donation as synonymous. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> backing up how fucking stupid it is. <laughs> right, should we whip on the uh, the next one? Yeah, go on. I'm going to put this one on because I feel like it's a bit of a different one. This is one of my articles. The love I don't know if you've heard this. Love Island contestants will ditch fast fashion for second-hand clothes this year. All right. So you not heard this one now? Okay, good. Nope. So Aaron is a big fan of Love Island. No, I don't even know if you've watched it for the last couple of seasons. I've not watched it since 2018. Do you know when uh, World Cup was on? 
Oh yeah, because it was just Sun, World Cup and yeah, well, I, I remember <laughs> when we were all around the house, like all the lads were there. <laughs> we watched the football and then uh, mum walked in and she's like, a group of lads just sat there watching Love Island, like, what the hell's going on? I wonder if uh, as many lads will watch it if they change the clothing. <laughs> Second hand clothes. Are they so, get yeah. Well, they were previously fast fashion, so it was a, like what? Um, not Pretty Little Thing. It was I saw it first, I think. Um, and now they have a partnership, so oh, it's no right. longer with them. I don't know if it's, they still have the partnership with I saw it first or not. Um, but they have the partnership with eBay UK, and they're trying to push more secondhand sustainability. So they're all going to be wearing stuff from eBay, which I'm sure they'll be able to. They're fashionable people, so they'll be able to. It's like that. Um, a thrift shop song, yeah, sort of thing. So, will they wear like secondhand bikinis and swim shorts? Because that's that's cool. what my first thing I was thinking. The swimsuits are going to be unhygienic to wear secondhand. Yeah, I guess they won't have make them wear that like secondhand. But no, I reckon it'll just be the what they wear in the evenings. Yeah, unless they bring. Oh, so this means Islanders will exclusively be wearing pre-loved clothes unless they bring their own into the villa. Uh, so Love Island must provide them with some clothes to wear. Yeah, the, that's what they did, used to do, innit, with I Saw It First, because you could go on the app, you could go on the Love Island app and buy it from I Saw It First, that's what their partnership was. Ah, uh, okay. So they just pick up from all the stuff that they wanted. Well, it's a good deal for eBay than this. The clothes from eBay will be available to them in the cast shared wardrobe. So it could be third hand by the time someone gets around to you wearing it. It's all shared like that, I don't know. Yeah, as a show we strive to be more eco-friendly production. But this is where I kind of get a bit confused, right? Because Love Island is no longer about love. It's known to be a show now, which you go on to try and get the uh, fast fashion part sponsorship yeah. deals as a person when you come out. This is what I was going to say. Do you think celebrities, when they come out, they'll still get those fast fashion sponsorship deals? Because it's I think it's just instilled in Love Island now, though, that, that reputation is there. So even though they're doing this to push away from it, it's more of... They've sort of established themselves as come on here to get your claim to fame. So if, no, yeah, not your claim to fame, sorry, your road to being famous. So I think this is more of like a bit of a PR thing to say, oh, actually, we're sustainable. But realistically, I can still see, for example, Molly May's not going to step down from being the pretty little thing creative director. Um, obviously, that was what happened. But I can still see the next Molly May who comes through Love Island going into one of them roles. But it's a good step in the right direction for Love Island, though, because fast um, fashion's fucked up, isn't it? Yeah, well, we were talking about this last time we were on, weren't we? Mm. Fashion. Um, yeah, it looks like they're trying to make the right moves, but it's not for a 12-week show, but then... Everyone's going to see these celebrities all working for like Boohoo Man and Boohoo and whatever, misguided. Like, it's not going to make, I don't think it'll make that much of an impact. Yeah. 
I think it, actually it might popularize using um, secondhand clothes more. Yeah, thrifting. Yeah. Yeah, because it'll be they could make it fashionable to do that. Yeah. You got to bring it into mainstream and make it fashionable for the masses yeah, to, to change. Yeah. Do it, and it's a good step in the right direction. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Don't hold me to these figures, but um, I imagine Love Island has a most of the audience is females. I'm just imagining that, and also the, um, the consumers that buy the most fast fa- fast fashion. Again, I'm just. No, I think making you could probably find those stats and prove yourself right. Yeah, I know. I know. I probably could do, yeah, but I'm not going to do it. But they're, they're going to be women as well, so it's like a step in the right direction to try and push these female consumers uh, away from fast fashion in a way. They're going to have uh, talking about male and female. They're going to have non-binary contestants on this year. Are they? Yeah, that's what Emma told me. <laughs> you might need to fa- fact check that because I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> M is a good source. <laughs> um, I don't know how it will work. It's a show about. Oh, they're accepting. Love Island bosses are accepting non binary applications. But... Non binary mean you go in a. Can you go in a relationship if you're non binary? Uh, well, you can probably, but I don't know. I don't, I don't know what it means properly. That's going to fuck up the whole game that they play. <laughs> Because they split them into male and female teams, isn't it? Yeah. That's uh, three teams. It comes after criticism of the show's LGBTQ plus repre- representation. Oh, sorry. Jesus Christ. So, Love Island 2022 accepting applications from non-binary in a push for diversity. So, I guess that's like, they have to accept the applications. That's just saying... You can apply. That's like just saying anyone can apply to a job, even if you're unqualified. Ah, okay, yeah. So they might not put them on the actual show. Well, can't say for sure. That's a fun question: If a gay contestant would ever walk through, so th- th- I swear there was once. Was it not a, 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 a two girls not get together? Yeah, but I don't think she didn't come on as a gay contestant. She came in as a straight contestant, but then she liked girls as well. And then, yeah. You got a bit weird. So non-binary means you're not a boy nor a girl. Yeah, that's where I can't see the concept of the show working very well. Okay, you have them two separate villas, don't they? Oh yeah, Casa Casa Unless they're changing the concept of the show for it to fit them in. Could add a bit of a uh, twist to it though, because you don't know. You know, there's a bit more than just relationship. You don't know who's... I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know how they would fit um, gay people in there. It doesn't fit the concept of the show, unless they did one that was for gay people as well. Yeah. Yeah, so, but they are keen to have a non-binary contest this year. So, okay, the Insider continued, the move could make the basic rules of the show complicated, as we were just saying, yeah. as each couple's coupling ceremony separates boys and girls, as we were just saying. 
But they are keen to have a non-binary contest. Contestant. Contestant this year. Oh, they're just going to let one in. Just as just to. It's all about inclusivity and breaking down boundaries. Yeah, they start. I can't see how it's going to work, but they probably just change the concept of the show. This is the but, Cosmopolitan magazine. Do you read this? Yeah. Chloe unclaims Kim just shaded her sisters. Okay, let's not go down that path. <laughs> well, let's get off this uh, website. I thought that was quite interesting with the. Uh... Oh, with the clothes anyway we've just come from yeah up, but... I'm probably not going to watch that crap anyway this year I'll, I'll probably if they're doing these changes to it uh, I'll probably give it a watch see what's going on I'm sure I'll probably see some uh, Emma what, going to watch it anyway isn't she if she watches it so I'll probably see like, some of it but I won't actively watch it yeah I'll give it a a watch. I'm not going to like wait till 9pm as I have done for some TV in the past. Alright, should we go for another? Yeah. See what we've got on. Um, I've closed. Have you closed it? All right, let me send it you again. Okay. Oh no, it's working. It's working. It's working. And we're back, guys. <laughs> this is yours. All right, so you can see the headline already. Joe Biden pledges to defend Taiwan military if China invades. I'll tell you a bit of background on uh, this. You don't need to scroll down. Oh, okay. Yeah. You can scroll down a bit. So Joe Biden's in uh, Asia, in Japan at the moment. Um, he's on his Asia tour. It's his first time meeting um, the Japanese president. Oh, yeah. Um, but he's also meeting with uh, the Indian and Australian leaders. Uh, he's there because... There's this thing called the Quad, so it involves those four countries, and they are putting together a plan to, or a strategy to push back against Chinese influence in and around that area. So America is still trying to have their like foothold within Asia. Um, but they're going for outside of China. Yeah, without. So they basically know they're seeing China as a threat now, which I think they've always seen China as a threat, but they've seen them as a bigger threat. So Biden's gone over to a sort of stamp down his authority a little bit. Um, and him saying this at that event shows that, well, to me anyway, it shows me that US are looking to actually show China that they're not, all happy families and if China do push the boundaries then there will there will be consequences um, I'm not sure how much these words that Joe Biden saying will actually come true after what happened in Ukraine but mm. maybe Taiwan's a bit more of an important territory than Ukraine 
Yeah. But then equally, it's the fact that China will be doing that move as opposed, I know it's a bit sad to say, but as opposed to uh, Russia making the move on Ukraine, there's a lot more that can happen from China making the move on Taiwan. There's a lot more repercussions to that. Yeah, because if US showed a backing down from China, then it shows weakness on the US's side, and that means weakness in Japan, weakness in Korea, weakness in basically majority of Asia, down to Australia. Because without US's backing, those countries could not handle China. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, One thing as well, as I, I sent you that article, I don't know what time. Oh, I found that article this morning. Well, I was reading about it this morning. Yeah. Um, and then when I checked again later, the uh, the plot thickened a little bit. So I think I've heard this because I heard the I heard, well I heard about it t- today, but I think I know what you're going to say. Uh, whilst this was going on, China and Russia um, flew nuclear capable bombers near Japan's airspace. And they said it was a annual test that they do. Um, they both did it at the same time? Yeah, they both did it together. Oh, right. <laughs> How so romantic. China's basically shown who their allies are in Russia after months of saying that they're not going to do sort of taking a step back from Russia. They've gone and done this when the US president's there talking about a plan to uh, reduce it's literally China. like they're just they're, they're they're like poking at US there well they're both poking at each other really aren't they like US Biden's come to them yeah 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 Asia to talk with Asian countries about protection basically protecting China like stopping China's influence in there in, in Asia whereas at the same time Russia and China have flown jets near nuclear Capable jets near uh, Japan's airspace. These warplanes. These yeah. Warplanes. Well, uh, yeah, I think that's them. I'm, I'm not sure if that's the image of it. I think that just might be a standard image. Oh, right. I'm not sure, though. I'm not, I don't really. It says the file Russian jet fighters, central Moscow. Yeah, it's just a. Okay. Yeah, it's like they're both just uh, playing games with each other. Yeah, to see who's going to uh, crack. Not even who's going to crack it, it's more China and Russia being mischievous in a way. Yeah. Provocative. <laughs> yeah, just to see what... Well, just, they're just provoking. Yeah. Biden. But I was reading something and... For so many years, I can't remember how many years, but China had been flying jets into Taiwan's aerospace and then flying them back out, and they do it like several, oh, yeah. times, several times a day. And Taiwan now are just used to it, like they're just like, yes, oh, China's just because they won't do anything because they can't. Because if they do, then it's all at war. Yeah, 
Yeah. But then it got me thinking, what if one day Taiwan just think, oh, it's just Chinese jets and then you drop a bomb? Yeah, 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 yeah. And that instigates the war, but no one's prepared because they're so used to it. Yeah. Mm. It's uh, very clever from China's side. Well, yeah, I've been doing some. Well, we've been doing some research around the point. I mean, Mao wanted wanted Taiwan to begin with, didn't he? Yeah. Uh, well, that's China's like, main goal to reunify China. Yeah. To make it what it once was, because they were a massive superpower. But the problem with where Taiwan is, is it's uh, impossible for any other country to defend that attack. Yeah, because it's basically China, like, it's right next to China. Yeah, have they not fingied it? Have China not um, surrounded it with their ships? Um, I'm not sure. I don't know where I heard that information from. I know China class it as China still. Yeah. Yeah, Chinese warships detected near Taiwan. This is from March, though. So another thing I was thinking, do you think the US haven't got involved with Ukraine because if they do, then China will see that as a weak, like, they've that's their chance to go on Taiwan? Well, <laughs> there's the theory that it was China's idea now, this is a conspiracy. There's a conspiracy that it was China's idea for Russia to invade Ukraine so China could see the response from the rest of the world. Oh, the West even. Oh, US. To see what they need to prepare for for when they go and take Taiwan. So this is sort of a guinea pig method. Yeah. Um, or it was... Uh... Like it's to lure the US, distract the US whilst they go and do it. Could even be a bit of both. Yeah, but because no one's got involved with Ukraine and everyone's still sort of ready for Taiwan. Yeah, it's still the same. But there's now more attention. I feel like well, as of late, more attention's been going towards Taiwan now. Now, yeah, I hope it doesn't happen because it's fucked if it does. It's going to send us. Send us back like 50 years or something, I think. Really? Do you not think? 50 years back? What, if they go to uh, invade Taiwan? Yeah, if US go all at war with China. Because then other countries in the surrounding area, um, I think Australia said they'll back it, didn't they? Yeah, I think every, like, every NATO country has to back it. Because the US is involved. And they're a NATO country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the US. But um either gonna end in nuclear war or it's just gonna fuck everything up because supply chains will be fucked. Like you've just seen the war in Ukraine, like that's fucking supply chains up already. And that's even just a small amount of supply that's fucked yeah. up. Or just had such a rapid effect on everything. Whereas in China if something happens there and then that's 
pretty much the whole supply chain gone. Something's going on in Ukraine and then China as well. Hmm. Yeah, that is true, actually. But I don't know. But do you know when Biden said uh, he would go and back Taiwan? It's come out and said that he was wrong for saying that. Someone in his team or something said he he uh, misrepresented what he wanted to say. But he said the word yes. <laughs> the word yes. Right, so he didn't actually say we will defend Taiwan. Was he just asked a question? Oh, shall I get the video? Yeah, I've not seen the video. Oh, right. Uh, let me play this. Hopefully it's the right one. I've not seen. So I think sometimes these articles are misleading because they won't say he was asked a question. They'll just say yeah. he said. You need to see the actual video, don't you, to... Uh... It's two minutes to 38. China tensions elevated today following remarks by President Biden that he would be willing to defend Taiwan militarily should China decide to invade. Oh, yeah, here anyway, he just says the word yes. We'll find it. Taiwan, that idea that that by force militarily. The idea that that it could be taken by force just taken by force is just not is just not appropriate. It will dislocate the entire region and be another action similar to what happened in in uh, in Ukraine. So it's a it's a burden that is even stronger. The White House later tried to walk back those comments, clarifying that the U.S.'s one China policy has not changed and that President Biden was simply reiterating the U.S. commitment to provide Taiwan with the military means to defend itself. U.S. officials said the U.S. would intensify economic negotiations with Taiwan in the coming days after it was absent from a 13-member economic bloc the U.S. assembled to negotiate new standards for environmental, tax, trade and supply chain issues. The IPEF, or Indo-Pacific Economic Framework, as it's called, was formed to counter China, but it still could be years before it has an impact. They are really right. only at the Yeah, so basically, when asked here, it says, when asked at a joint news conference with Japanese Prime Minister uh, whether the U.S. will be prepared to defend Taiwan if attacked, Biden replies, yes, that's a commitment we made. We agree with the one China policy and then just what you've heard then. What? Doesn't make sense. He doesn't make sense a lot of the time. What's the one China policy? I think the one China policy is to get Taiwan back part of China. Yeah, and the US recognizes that as formal ties with China rather than the island of Taiwan, which China sees as a breakaway from oops. the one China policy, the key cornerstone of the Sino US relations, the fundamental bedrock of China. However, the China, whereby China insists Taiwan is an inalienable part of the. Yeah, so he's agreeing that it's part of China then. Hmm. Sounds like he's contradicting himself. He seems to do that a bit, this guy. 
Do you think um, Trump will get back in power? Things seemed a lot more calm when he was in power. I'll be honest. Yeah, it's a different time now. But I feel like I don't know if power, he was a... Uh, I feel like Biden's getting bullied a little bit. Yeah. Because he's definitely not the one making the decisions. Uh, you can tell. Yeah. He's just a, You can tell that he's a puppet. Um, rather than Trump, you can tell he wasn't. Yeah. And even though like, Trump said some outrageous shit, I think he uh, some of the shit he said as well made sense. Yeah. Because yeah, he's, since 2016, he's been speaking about Europe not being as reliant on Russian oil and gas and basically advocating for Europe to sort of back off on it. Mm. And now I'll look at the sort of mess we're in. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, when does when is he able to go back up for he's able to get re-elected next year? No, I mean next election. Yeah, so twenty twenty four. Because I, I don't reckon this guy will do another stint, will he? No. I think he's struggling with this one. Yeah. You see the video, <laughs> you see the video of him falling down the uh, stairs to the uh, yeah. aeroplane? <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, he's not that much older than Trump, but Trump just seems more... He's sharper. He's drugged up, though, isn't he? Hey, Trump? Yeah. Biden? We're both. I think Biden's drugged up to keep... Keep him awake. I'm alive. He's 79. Who Biden is? Biden's 79, Trump's 75. But it's... I don't know where... I think it's on... Joe Rogan talks about it a lot. He's got, the, these people are too old, man, to be in charge. Mm. They need younger people. In. Yeah, need people in, like, 40s, 50s, yeah. with life experience, but then still young enough. Life experience, yeah. but young enough to care about what they're doing for the future. Yeah. Um, How old's Putin? Did we say sixty-nine? Yeah. How old? <clears throat> President Xi. Sixty-nine. Who? President Xi, Chinese president. Sixty-eight. Yeah, so they're all all like. Old people, man. Boris Johnson, 57. He's the youngest out of the lot. Like the age of Biden, Putin and Xi is like when people are retired. When they're not capable to work anymore. Yeah. And these guys are running some powerful fucking countries with nuclear yeah. bombs. <laughs> Weird, man. Japan have nuclear bombs as well, don't they? Uh, I'm not sure. I think so. Nuclear weapons. There was a chart I saw a while ago. Oh, here. Look at this here. So here's a look at the nine nations which currently have nuclear warheads in their arsenal. Look at the numbers here. 
I don't know how much we can believe the numbers on it, but yeah, I don't know how much we can believe this as well because uh, I was listening to a video of Israel's, I think it was his ex, the ex like deputy minister of defense, or I don't know what the actual what his actual title was, and um, he was asked if Israel have um, nuclear weapons that on registered or something something along them lines right and then he basically started like kicking off saying what does it matter what israel um what weapons israel's like nuclear weapons israel has and all this stuff all like, right. i didn't say yes i didn't say no but he's just kicking off with the guy you will never i don't think anyone will ever know yeah and then there's talk of iran having illegal nuclear weapons iran yeah india have 160. If this is true, though, Russia have 4,477. How many do the US have? Off this chart, it's 3,708. All right. And then France have the f next most. No, they don't. China, then France. China, yeah. You'd think US would have the most. The amount of money they spend on military. Hmm. Well, that's a thing they might do, but they just don't want it on the internet like that. Like, you think the US military has some crazy shit that we've never seen? Yeah, I was thinking this the other day. There's some technology there, which <laughs> saving for a rainy day. Yeah. <laughs> that's probably not even like ready. It's not not undergone all the testing yet. <laughs> Would they use it if they need to? And they must, even at this point now, because they've just starting to figure out what China's doing, like how they're becoming a, the, the superpower, they must be like pumping money into R&D in the military. Yeah. Like big time. I think, um, well, I was talking to my, so I was on that cybersecurity course. I was talking to the trainer and he's into like all of his military gadgets and jets and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Saying what trying to do is they just, they will send their students to union America. They get them to work in America and then get them to work in, or they'll even approach Chinese American citizens. So people are born in America, but their parents from China and then to get them to work in like government, facilities and do all this stuff and then they pay them off as spies and then they send all that the intel back to china and china recreate these weapons that america have got yeah 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 because i was reading about the fact that um they they if you look at the amount of money they spent on r d to spend next to nothing on r d they just nick all of the us's ideas and then recreate the same technology the same software and shit uh in with their own resources yeah so they don't actually think of well or think of anything new and uh just repurpose stuff that us has spent shitloads of money on researching i was reading uh that there's this uh do you know um what are they called those missiles that shoot planes out the sky 
What are they called? What do you call them? Air defense missiles. Yeah, something like I think that. That's what they are. Um, one of them shot a Russian, like Russia's most advanced jet, out of the sky, and Russia and China both developed these jets together, and they use the same technologies. And they're saying that now, US have that technology. They can they understand how they communicate with each other, how the radars work. So then, if anything does happen, they can develop some technology to jam their radars. All oh, right. All oh, right, that's mental. Yeah, they're called SAM systems, surface to air missiles. Yeah, they're pretty crazy, then. Been around since the Soviets deployed the first generation of them in 1979. Right, the Soviets invented them. Did he make some uh, cool, well, some mental shit, the uh, Soviets? Remember that Top Gear episode where they got cars from the Soviet Union? <laughs> I can't remember it. All right. <laughs> it's all fun. Oh, these ones. Did they not put some on it as well? I think they did, like, a. Do you know when they all pick three cars and then they do those challenges? Did they not write on these cars or was that a different episode? No, I think that was a different one. Yeah, that, that's the picture there, I think. First the one with the lighthouse in the background. Because I remember Jeremy had that big, like, 4 by 4 one. These cars? Yeah. Who are these guys? What the f- Yeah, that's not them, though. Went away from Top Gear here. <laughs> Uh, should we do the next article? Yeah. Should we make it the last one or? Uh. One sec. Uh, oh no, we got two. I think do. Don't do my third one. Don't do your third one. Yeah. So just do. Uh, yeah, just do your last one. Okay. We'll finish up. So we're going to go with the sport round to finish on. Manchester City retains the Premier League title and they hold off Liverpool on the final day. So something about this, um, which I only found out today actually, was no one in the whole league on final day um, of the Premier League, no one in the table was safe and secured in their position so the final day oh, right. everyone could have every single team could have moved position mm. um and what did, you, what did it's you what did you uh it's a good final day uh we i was at the pub and he had the uh, liverpool game on but yeah so if i didn't mind watching because i wanted to watch the city game but then when i was watching the liverpool game i was like actually either game would have is a good game to watch both solid teams and yeah. both have something to play for. Um, when I saw City getting beat and was watching Liverpool, I just thought, ah, oh, City have the, the, they've lost this now. 2 0 down. And then, was it like within 10 minutes you scored three goals? Yeah, so it says here uh, Gundogan scored in the 76 minutes. Two minutes later, Rodri equalised. 
and then um, Gundogan added his second just minutes later after that, so within 10 yeah. minutes. Which I thought was like, because it, you know, it, it comes up when City scored yeah. and he killed the goal. And there's loads because obviously Liverpool are probably one of the most popular teams in the UK. Yeah. Um, ever, like, everyone in the pub were cheering for Liverpool. And then every time City came on, yeah, it was funny. And when uh, City were losing, everyone was cheering. Yeah. Did you see um, the fan uh, when Salah scored and he was, um, oh, sorry, he was doing that to him. It's 3 2. Oh, right, no. To the City game. Yeah, Salah was celebrating and then he goes, it's 3 2 with the crowd. And then he walked off like that. <laughs> As if I mate he's a Tottenham fan. Yeah. And. Son was on fire. 20 goals or 21 or 19 <coughs> before the game started. And Salah was on, I know it was on 20, Salah was on 21. And then Son scored two goals and Salah hadn't scored at that point. And he was like, yeah, Son's got top goal scorer. <laughs> and then Klopp brings on uh, Salah and then Salah scores that goal. So he's still got top joint scorer, goal scorer, but he's joint with Salah. Oh yeah, both got uh, twenty-two. I think both got twenty-three. And then last <laughs> season, Harry Kane got twenty-three. The season before that, Jamie Vardy won it with twenty-three. And then the season before that, Mane, Salah, and Aubameyang got twenty-two. And then they got joint twenty-two. Well, yeah, it was a good last day this this time because uh, everything was to play for. Yeah, because you were playing for a top four. Well, you were. Yeah, we needed Spurs to lose. And we had to win. But I already knew Spurs weren't going to lose against Norwich. Yeah. I bet. Yeah, a lot of teams would, would have liked Norwich on that final day. <laughs> yeah. So I just already... when Once we lost against Newcastle, like, we've not got top four. Yeah. And then Arsenal blasted past uh, Everton. Though, as well. Was it 5-1? Yeah. 6-1? 5-1. Yeah, 5-1. 5-1, yeah. It's, uh, it's annoying because where was that performance when the pressure was on? Yeah. But they're a young team anyway, like youngest team in the Premier League, youngest manager in the Premier League. So there's still a lot of work. Signing Gabriel, 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 Gabriel Jesus, Gabriel Jesus. It'd be our third, third Gabriel in the team. Gabriel Martinelli. Gabriel, oh, Gabriel Martinelli, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and Jesus. Is he, uh, Martinelli is Brazilian, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, he got leaked, so he's getting your number 10 or your number 11. Number 11, yeah. Yeah, so he's staying for... Because uh... Emil Smith-Rowe's got our number 10. Oh, right, okay. I don't know why they gave him number 10 shirt. Who's got Odegaard's number more of a number 10 player. What? Odegaard plays more of a number 10 role. But there wasn't Smith-Rowe already, already there before Odegaard came? Uh, Odegaard was there on loan, and then it was questionable if we're going to sign him again then I think we signed him but still mm. I feel like they gave him a bit prematurely I think the uh, season next season will be good yeah should be good Holland to City Gabby Jesus to he's a good player Gabby Jesus he just doesn't fit in the City team yeah I think he might do alright Arsenal 
Mm. AC. Yeah, I think he'll fit into that team much more as well. Um, but I think like you need to give hats off to Liverpool. They uh, they were played every game available to them this season. They played every game available to them. Yeah, because they got to the oh yeah final shit of the Carabao Cup final FA Cup. Played every Premier League game in final of Champions League. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's actually mental, if you think about yeah. it. And if they won on... Um, a part of me, like... I've got a soft spot for the City because of you. But then a part of me wanted Liverpool to win just to see someone win the quadruple. Yeah, um, but it's like Liverpool winning. Then United Liverpool. fans will shut up. Yeah. I feel like if you... Because United lost it though, no? Yeah, yeah, Crystal Palace 1-0. I feel like if United, if uh, West Ham won, and United would have got uh, that Europa Conference League. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So West Ham would have finished above them. and not yeah. Them as well. yeah. Then if Liverpool won the league and then won the Champions League, I don't think United fans will ever hear the end of it. Yeah. I don't think anyone would hear the end of it though. Yeah, that's true. That's another thing I can't be bothered with. I've started to get a bit annoyed with uh, some Liverpool fans recently. <laughs> they are starting to get a bit <laughs> repetitive. All right, AK, should we call it there? Yeah. All right, see you later. See you next week. See you next week. Nice one, guys. Bye. See you later.